Hello, welcome, and thank you for tuning in. I'm your host, Aaron Diaz, and you're listening to episode number 19 of Live the Good Life from the podcast studios of Aaron's Wine Chronicles Corporate Headquarters in Richland, Washington. Today, my brother, co-host Adam Diaz, and I will provide you with some basic information on how to enjoy pipes and pipe tobacco, including lighting your pipe and storing your tobacco. We will guide you step-by-step through the process of how to load your tobacco and prepare it for smoking. We'll pair our pipe tobacco experience with a delicious California port-style wine and talk about the flavors we capture. Finally, we'll end the episode by showing you how to clean your pipe after you're all done so it's ready for the next time you want to enjoy some pipe tobacco. Episode number 19 is filmed on location at Adam's house. We hope you enjoy this episode as much as we enjoyed making it. So let's get this started. Okay, we're here at my brother's house. Today's episode, number 19, is all about pipes and ports. And that's what we're gonna be doing today is talking about, basically, how to enjoy a pipe and pair it with a nice port. Uh, We're sitting at a table upstairs in Adam's man cave and we're gonna go through a whole bunch of pipe 101 stuff with you. Check this out. Welcome Adam, co-host of the show. Hello everybody. And uh, today, uh, kind of a cool day outside, but not overly cold. We decided to go from cigars to pipes. Uh, he'll get, uh, Aaron will get into uh, the port that he chose. Uh, today I have some pipes and a few accessories. Uh, so real quickly, um, not a real big pipe pro, but I know a little bit about it and talked to some folks over the years. Uh, this is a big, this is from Shire Pipes. And uh, a friend actually bought me three of them over time. I still have a couple. Uh, Big, long pipes, you know, a little work to kind of keep them going. Uh, But they're nice once they get going. And, uh, of course, with the distance, you know, you don't feel that burn that sometimes you'll get with shorter pipes as they start getting hot. Um, Today I'll be smoking with this little guy here. And uh, as you'll see, these pipes will or detach and then you can get in and clean them and we'll get into that later in the show. Here's a medium sized pipe, kind of the same deal. You know, this thing, you can remove it and you can get in there and clean. And these items here, you can use for- Little pipe cleaners. For, for, for cleaning. I also brought a couple of pipes. Uh, I have a starter pipe. This is kind of a, a very inexpensive pipe that you might start off with. It's small. Again, it does come off here at, at this banded area. You can uns- unscrew that and you can clean it, have access to the bowl uh, from inside. Um, and then uh, here is uh, another Shire pipe. Adam gifted this to me about a year or two ago. It came from his collection of about three or four that one of his buddies gave him that he just mentioned. Um, this is also a really cool pipe. I, I really like the the, the way the wood print has on it. It's got a bowl that's got, that goes up a distance. And one of the things that I noted that my brother talked to me about was when you have these smaller pipes, oftentimes, uh, you, you know, when, the, when you get the bowl too hot, um, you can actually start feeling the heat because the heat from the bowl up that stem, uh, it doesn't take long for it to get up to your lips. And so if you puff on it quite often, or if you overheat the bowl with the flame, you can actually start to burn your mouth a little bit. You don't really have that issue with these long shire pipes, right? I mean, that's kind of, yeah. I mean, that's kind of a, a good thing. And I guess there are cons to that as well though, right? 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's true. That's a good point. Um, he's got some other tools here, as you'll see. This We're going to be loading by hand, you know, so you're going to pinch tobacco from a, a bag or a container, and you're going to be putting it in, and this is a great uh, tool here. Tamper, right? Yeah, this, this is like a little, you can, you can kind of just push it down and, and tap tap it in, and this is a spoon. These, this stuff's just to loosen any uh, buildup around your pipe when you clean it afterwards. Um, I, I like to let it uh, cool just a little bit, and then I'll get in and clean it. And uh, sometimes what I use this for is, you're right, Adam. I will tamp. You know, you'll fill you'll fill this bowl with with your uh, with your tobacco, and you tamp it down. If you tamp it, you know, compact it too much, then it sometimes is hard to breathe when you're when you're lighting it. So I take this little uh, this little pointer here, and I'll just put a hole right down the center of it and pull it out, kind of like what we do with our cigars, where we're drilling a hole through the cigar to allow a better draw. Yeah. That's what I use this little guy for right here, that little pointer. I just put a hole through it after I've tamped it down, and it seems to work okay for me yeah. uh, in doing that. But um, yeah. this is kind of like your Swiss Army knife. It's very inexpensive. You can pick this up in a kit uh, that, that you know you can buy one of these uh, little starters, and, and it really comes in a nice little leather case here. So, yeah. Or even like a little, knife here this is like a i don't know where i got this at but it's it's a little lighter so as you'll see there's a lighter on it uh little can opener stuff uh to kind of scrape stuff out a little bit um but uh this was like a i don't know this was like someone gave me this and they used it. i think it's something they got a, like a tool place or a, like a home depot but it works it's temp stuff out and uh, so I keep my uh, tobacco, pipe tobacco, where I keep my cigars and my humidor. So I, if I go underneath here, I just kind of keep, keep it down low. I've had this for a long time. Uh, every now and then, if you want to get some moisture in it and stuff like that, if it's old and drying out, you can take a paper towel, dampen it, kind of fold it up and stick it in there. Um, some people cut apples and they'll, they'll do some funny things like that. And, put apple shavings in there and eventually the moisture kind of gets into the into the um, uh, tobacco and sometimes the flavor does too. Now, so. Adam, talk to me about the, the flavored tobaccos because you can get non-flavored pipe tobacco and also a variety of flavors, right? When you go to yeah, these places. Yeah, you, you know, I mean, it's like, there's so many varieties out there and I, I'm by no means an expert when it comes to, 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 it's just preference, you know? A lot of times you can go there and they'll let you kind of check it out and smell it. Uh, and you can kind of, and, and some things don't exactly burn like they smell and some do better than others. Uh, the freshness is one thing, you know, that, that you know, that's a factor. You want to pay attention to it, right? I mean, yeah, it just starts to dry out. And, and, oh. and so, and basically, so what you're gonna do is you're gonna load your pipe and I'll do it right here if we have time. Yeah. Um, I don't mind if I make a little mess here on this because I can clean it up pretty easily. But I get my tobacco and I push it in here. I'm gonna try to get it in here. So I'm just with my finger, I kind of push it in there and I'm not pushing it too tight right now because I certainly don't want it too, too tight in there. Um, and I want to leave, at least what I do is I like to leave a, a little bit of uh, open area here. I don't have it so it's a mounding over the top. Right. Yeah. Um, and then uh, it's good to use a stick, stick matches or 
Just regular right. matches. Uh, Aaron brought some uh, stick matches. Uh, they're not, they don't damage the outside of the pipes. Uh, sometimes uh, these pipes um, can get damaged and start breaking down from those real hot butane lighters. Um, so again, I'm, I'm pinching a little bit more in and I'm just kind of pack it down and, and uh, it'll hold a good burn and go longer if you get a little tightness in there. Like I, I'm, I'm up to here now and at that point, I'm pushing it in by hand. I might get this guy right here, give it a little push from some angles there. And there, I got a little gap there on top and uh, it's ready for me to take out and I'll light that here in a few. Cool. So you've got you've got some pipe tobacco over there. Is that a special type of flavor? It's called black. Yeah, and you know uh, this at the time where I bought this, um, I, I believe I bought this over in a tanum over there in the Yakima area at, a, at the smoke shop up over there. Was that um, when Daniel was working there? Yeah, he probably it might have been while he was there, maybe before. But um, so no, definitely he probably would have been there. So 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 yeah. just that's just a reference to one of our earlier episodes where we interviewed Daniel Martinez, who now operates Cigar Savvy. That was like episode five, I think, yeah. uh, where we had Daniel on and we talked about uh, uh, cigars and pipes. Yeah, and so it, it can last a long time. Yeah. So so I have also brought some some tobacco. Uh, again, th I've purchased these out there at Cigar Savvy in Kennewick, where Daniel now owns and operates that. And uh, he set me up uh, maybe about, I don't know, I want to say eight months ago or so with a couple of different flavors of, of pipe tobacco. One of them is a, a vanilla cream, which I believe is this guy here, the vanilla cream. And then there's one that's called like a mountain berry type. And, uh, and they're both, they have really good aromatics when you put your head in there and smell them. And then, of course, they do, they do have a really good flavor profile when you're smoking them too. So it's kind of fun to have different flavored tobaccos that you can enjoy. One thing that I will say is that uh, Adam and I don't smoke our pipes often. Most of the time we're smoking cigars. Um, and once in a great while, and I'm going to venture to guess it's probably twice a year, Adam, maybe, yeah. where we'll pull out our pipes, a uh, special occasion or something, just to kind of break the monotony of the cigars. But uh, <laughs> if you can say there's monotony. But, but uh, no, so, so this is really kind of the setup that we have here. Um, again, you've got a variety of different types of lengths and sizes of the bowls for your pipes. You've got various things that you can purchase that are all very inexpensive. These pipe cleaner, uh, bristle uh, pipe cleaner things that you can purchase that make it easy to clean. And then of course, Adam mentioned earlier the way that we light these guys. I'm gonna go ahead and uh, and also get on camera, you know, how I how I uh, load my pipe. I'm gonna load this, this big one here. Um, and then, you know, we can talk a little bit more about, you know, the, the matches. Adam likes to use matches both for cigars and his pipe. I tend to be more of a, of a lighter guy. Um, I like to use, but you can use a regular Bic lighter, one that you would use for cigarettes or something like or that. Clicky lighters, yeah, you know, the yeah, big the, long yeah, the, the the clicky lighters that you light your flint, your your wood in a in a flame pit. Um, th this is the lighter that I like to use for my cigars, um, you know. And then as you start to suck in on the pipe, you'll notice that the flame bends down into the bowl, and you start your fire that way. And we'll we'll be outside here shortly, showing you how we do that. Um, uh, you know, so so let me um, go ahead and uh, and move to my pipe, and we'll show you how that one works. Okay, well we're back, and uh, I'm going to go ahead and load uh, this Shire pipe here. 
So um, typically the way I do it is um, I like to put this guy in the actual bag and then I simply fill it like this. And, uh, and I get enough in there and then um, I'll reach in with my finger just like Adam did and kind of tamp this down a little bit and keep doing that until I get enough tobacco that the bowl is considered full for my taste, which is nearly identical to what, to what Adam did. I don't like to overfill it either. I like to leave, leave a little bit of space, maybe, uh, you know, an eighth of an inch or so from the, from the top of the bowl. And then once, once I've done that, I'll take this little tool, this little tamper, I'll pull it out, and I, I tamp it down a little bit, not too hard, and then I'll take this guy, this little pointy, pointy tool, and I'll just stick it right down the middle, and it's kind of like a draw poker for a cigar, and then I, I gently pull it out, I might tamp it down a little bit, and I'm good to go, because now what I've done is I've entered just a little hole that helps the draw when I'm, when I'm smoking this guy. So um, I'll typically take this out, uh, when we smoke, and we'll take out our cigar, uh, our uh, tobacco as well, because you know um, when you're smoking a, a a pipe, you will need to refill the bowl periodically, and you'll need to actually sometimes mix it up like a, it's like a fire in your fire pit. You don't just leave the logs in there. Sometimes you have to stoke the fire or move move the wood around in the fire pit. You got to do the same thing with the tobacco in a cigar so that you maintain that burn. Um, so we're gonna take these outside, but before we do. We're gonna go downstairs and get the port ready uh, that we're gonna pair this with. So we'll be back in just a moment. Okay, so we're back. We're outside. It's a cold fall day and uh, we just got done pouring this port that we're gonna pair with these uh, pipes. Uh, this one is an Eric Ross port, okay? Uh, it's a 2012 and it comes from uh, the Eric Ross winery that's in Sonoma. However, this is a Lodi labeled port because the vineyards that they source the grapes from come from Lodi. But this 2012 port, it's called the Strutton Red. Uh, we bought it a couple of years ago. My wife and I went to went to Napa and Sonoma and we, we got this port. Um, I think it's gonna be pretty good. It is a blend of three different grapes, Tariga, Tintacao, and Suzao. Now we've talked about a Suzao port that is made locally by Bartholomew Winery, yeah. uh, Bart uh, Fawbush, who's a buddy of ours. Um, and, and what they've done over there at this winery is they've added a couple of uh, Portuguese-based grapes uh, to the Suzao to make this port. So uh, I think it'll be nice. You can, see, uh, you can see the color here. Cheers. Yeah. Mm, nice. It's aged. I mean, you can tell it's aged. It's over 10 years old. Yeah. Okay. So, so next step to light this up. Adam, yeah, take us away. You can go ahead and light too. Um, you know, I'm just going to show you. The, these clicky lighters are fantastic for this. Keep it far back. These get kind of close to your finger. Sometimes you want to keep the flame on it. So these are perfect. We'll see if this is full. So, getting a burn on there. Have to do it a little bit though. Oh. Mm. That's nice.
little rain. Okay. Yeah. So I'm I'm definitely getting the vanilla cream notes on this uh, on this tobacco. Let's um, try a little small match here. Good stuff. The difference that you'll find with pipes and, and, and cigars is that I think you have to manage the pipe more so than you do the cigar. Yeah, you do. Um, you have to manage it. You have to, you know, make sure that the bowl is 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 right for every time you light it. Because if it's not, you can sit there and light it and light it, and you have to sometimes mix it up a little bit and get some fresh tobacco where your where your uh, flame is going. Um, and sometimes maybe you you tap you tamped it too hard and you packed it too hard and you got to loosen it up a little bit with one of these tools. And sometimes at the point when you have it going and it starts to tighten up a little bit on you and you're not getting as good a draw. It's okay to blow air carefully yep. a, little, a little bit back through it to try to get the burn going. So in and out a little bit. At least a guy told me that many years ago and I took his advice. One time I blew there. a little too hard and half the bowl came up. I mean, it happens. <laughs> yeah. So we're going to sit back and enjoy this. And then we'll uh, eventually uh, move toward showing you what to do to clean your pipe before you store it. Yeah, we'll certainly be back in just a bit. Well, we are back again, and you've been having to kind of light a little bit more than me. Me, once I got it burning, because it is a smaller pipe, and I've smoked this before. Yeah. Once mm. I get the burn on this, it just goes. Yeah. And... Uh, and then, you know, in your case, if it's a long pipe like that and you're not on it a lot, it's going it's, it's gonna to need to be lit again. Right. And so it, it, with the pipes, it's a little different than a cigar. You can just kind of leave. Yeah. And you can take a minute. Unless it's a windy day or something. You can yeah. really leave a cigar for quite a while and come back to it. And Yeah. I don't, and that's not the case with, with pipes, yeah. I've found, especially if they're bigger ones like that. Yeah. What I, what I do with this pipe sometimes now... Uh, that I just remembered because I don't smoke a pipe very often is I tilt it towards the now that now that the bowl has been reduced down some and I'm smoking the tobacco I'll tilt it instead of trying to go up like this makes yeah. it easier to, yeah. to, to burn get that fire in there yeah and if you mm. have a little pipe yeah. or a Good starter if you have a starter pipe and you're holding it like this um you're holding it, and right away, your hand's starting to kind of get hot yeah. and burn on it. Um, the pipe's probably kind of a little cheapy one. But that's kind of, that's the nice thing yeah. about these longer pipes. And, and they're, these are more expensive, too, so they're made of a better wood. I mean, I don't know. It looks really cool. Is that mahogany or what? I don't know. Shit. Yeah. It looks pretty nice, though. Yeah. And this feels ceramic, you know? Yeah, some of them could it, be made of some other material. This one, but, I mean, it just, it's one of my better pipes. It keeps a burn smoothly for a long time. They did like the flavor, though, and the pairing is going really nicely with this uh, mm -hmm. with this port. Yeah, th th this is good. Yeah, it's not too syrupy. You know, it's not no, heavy. Not real thick and uh, and and heavy like like 
typical of yeah. some ports. Some are lighter than others, but I really, uh, I really like the the, the taste. It's so not on, overwhelmingly sweet, but it has a on the bottle. It says rich, chewy floral spices complement yeah. the red with just a kiss of sweetness. Mm -hmm. It's not overly sweet. Yeah, it's nineteen percent alcohol by volume, so that's wow. typical yeah. of a port or as or a dessert wine. They're usually anywhere from eighteen to twenty or twenty one percent, but yeah. it's good. And what's your average bottle of wine typically is about? A red wine is typically 14. Oh, 14.5 to 13.8 or 9 to 14.5, 14.7. Once in a while, you'll get a 15 percenter yeah. in the reds. When you go to the whites, they're typically lower. They're anywhere from uh, 9 to 12 percent. Same with the, the rosé. Same with the rosé, 9 to 12 percent typically. And then, um, yeah, the ports and the dessert wines are always stronger. They're up to 20, usually around 20 percent alcohol by volume. All right, so we'll get toward the end. Yeah, we'll be back uh, in a little bit, and uh, we'll show you how to clean these things when we're done. And we're back, and I've just challenged my brother to a game of Russian roulette with a single-shot musket pistol. Wait a minute. I go first. It's not fair. <laughs> <laughs> All right, not really. So, let's get back to cleaning. Cleaning is the discussion here, so... We're done smoking our pipes, and we used our scoopers to get them out. My stamper on the other side just scraped it all out. You can tap it. You know, be careful tapping them on the side of anything hard. You, you can chip them uh, or damage them, but scrape, you scrape them out. They've had some time to cool, and so now at this point, I'm detaching uh, the section here the, uh, into two pieces. I've got my cleaners, and so... There's a thin hole here, but I'm going to try to clean the mouthpiece here. So you can jam it in the hole here. I'm sure some of you have more experience than others. So it goes in here like this. I'm pushing it through. See, if you look at the end, you see the, uh, some of the residue. Residue, that's the yeah, word. That's the word. Yeah. And I'm still trying to, uh, Unscrew mine. It ah, takes a while. You can go in a couple of different ways. There get it go. in here like this and kind of move it around. So, around in there like that. Yeah. Pull it out. Look at all the residue. I like to use two. That I'm getting. And then I'm going to go back to that. But there's the big piece here. That sucker right in there into the bowl. And move that around. Nowadays, I don't know, with. Like marijuana being legalized and everything, there's got to be a gazillion tools out there for oh, yeah. some of the. Oh, Look yeah. That, that was dirty. Go. That's good. I mean, I'll, I'll go back and you know, do a little bit of that. And then um, I'll go back and get a couple more and continue to do that until I, until I feel that it's been kind of cleaned out. The other thing for the inside of the bowl, you can almost take like a little scrubby pad that you'd use for a sink, you know, to wash your dishes with. You could take a little, it's kind of abrasive, but not too abrasive. And you could rub the corner of it inside, you know, inside the bowl just to scrape that out if you wanted to do that. Um, so th there's different sizes of this clean. Yeah. Clean, you, um, your, yours are thicker than mine. Did you notice that? Well, these are. Yeah. I had a couple yeah. small ones from oh, another okay. bat. So okay. I got that going here. And so once I get them in here like this, then I'm able to really kind of pull it in there and kind of move it around. Yeah. And, and you can let these sit. You can actually take this and let it sit overnight, and it'll sit there and absorb any moisture and anything that's in there. 
And, and so that's something, you know, you can do. Let them sit in there, and then the next day, come pull them out. Um, sometimes I double them up like so, and I put them in there. Move it around. The other thing I'll do is I'll just take like paper towel and kind of roll it up and stuff it in there and then just kind of do this kind of thing here like this. And that's a nice way of cleaning out the bowl itself. I'm without, sure. You know, I never really thought to see that Google uh, do that kind of thing. What people do to clean the bowl out. I don't really go too far beyond just a paper towel, crumple it up, yeah. jam it in yep. there. That's exactly what I do. Really all I do. I don't. Yep. I don't put anything do in there. Thing? I mean, nope. I'm sure there's products out there. Shit. We're just trying to get you to try it, you know? You might like knowing some basics going into it, and then when you have a pipe, at least you halfway know what you're doing. So, there you go. Yep. And uh, I feel like pretty much I'm done. That's about that's about all the effort that I would put into it as well. And uh, and so now that now that we're done with this, I basically would clean this off, this little tool, clean it off. Um, this is good to go as far as I'm concerned. This is good to go. I'll put it back together, put it in the case, and I'm ready to go for the next time. The rest of this stuff just goes in the garbage and we're good to go. Sounds like a plan. All right. Hope you enjoyed the episode. Yeah, let us know what you think. We'll talk next time. Well, we hope you enjoyed this episode, and many thanks to our audience for joining us on Live the Good Life. This was our first episode focusing on pipes and pipe tobacco and pairing it with a port-style wine. It really turned out nicely. For those of you thinking about the pipe experience, the information we provided here should be a great starting point. That's all we have for today's episode. Again, for more of Living the Good Life, you can find us on Instagram and Facebook at Aaron's Wine Chronicles or online at aaronswinechronicles.com. And for a video podcast version of this episode, visit my YouTube channel at the at sign... Aaron's Wine Chronicles 6666. Thank you all for listening, and remember, wherever you go, whenever you can, always live the good life. Until next time.